Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes, mean motherfucker, Master John. Hello, Mia. How are you today? I'm doing good, John. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You excited well, tonight? Well, then, yeah, we sound so excited tonight. We do. We're so... Let's do it tonight, John. <laughs> Let's try it again. Yes. Hey, Mia. Hey, Yay, me. Wee! <laughs> so exciting. So exciting. Yes. So, you know, I just talked to somebody the other day, and they're just like, oh, you're Mistress Mia. I'm so starstruck. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> okay. Stop. <laughs> Remember when we had the banana couple on? Yes. And I reached out to them, and they're like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to throw up. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> please don't. No. <laughs> I'm like, that's so cool. They're but I'm like, wearing the T-shirt they made me right now. Yes, I love that. I miss them so much. Yeah. They're such they're cool people. I'm hope Maybe they're listening. Shout out to them. I'm yeah. Your, I'm wearing your t-shirt. Banana couple. You like that weird butt stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I talked to somebody in there that night. They're like, they really dig our podcast. And I thought, well, that's just great. Because John and I appreciate that. We're a garden. They dig us. <laughs> oh, God bless. John's body is a wonderland. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's what all the girls say. Um, I wonder why I do the shit to my body that I do. You know, John, I took a trip over the weekend. We discussed this. However, I thought of listening to other podcasts, right? And I started listening to this true to the this true crime podcast, and I started listening to it. And I thought, God, her voice is so fucking annoying. So, if anybody feels that way about my voice, please email me. Just email me. You know, sometimes I feel my voice. Like, I have a deep voice, but when I go on the podcast, you can't tell it because... You can't. Because I talk so high. Because <laughs> you grab your balls all the time, John. That's why. But <laughs> when I was listening to this true crime podcast, that's a mouthful, she said... Yeah, yeah that's you, what she said. Yeah. She <laughs> or he said. He said. She said. <laughs> Shout out to our friends from She Sheds Supplies. Thank you. Thank you. We love She Sheds Supplies. Yeah. I got Dragon Tail from them. Yes. A couple of them. Yes. And Flogger. Yes. God, I love those guys. They're wonderful people. They like butt stuff, too. They sure the fuck do. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, to the original story. So, uh, I'm listening to True Crime to this woman and she said to her co-host she's like yeah I just feel like we should do an episode where you and I just talk I think people would like that and I'm like no bitch your voice sounds annoying as fuck and that's Please. what we do yes I, I <laughs> we don't we just talk we don't we, say anything well no we, I think we I think we contribute to something about the lifestyle I mean we try to educate you know, people to don't we 30 seconds of something in there we do around all the bullshit we talk a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So that brings us to Bad Girls Bible Club, John. Does it? We're going we're gonna to talk a lot of shit and maybe <laughs> say one thing. 
Come bad on. girls. We like bad girls. Well, I thought you and I would like this article simply because we know a lot of submissives. Yes. And this is about 18 types of submissives. Right. And examples. And a lot of people, they don't really put that. And we probably know somebody from all 18 of these. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, God, that's that's like a dare. Like, right? Ooh. Oh. Do, oh, will we? Will we? Okay. okay so we'll have to keep score. 18, yes. Yeah, we have to keep score. Okay. Mia knows this one. I know one of those. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll see who knows. You, we already know who's going to win. Okay. It's me. <laughs> I was going to say, you fucked a lot of subs. Okay. <laughs> Not really. But I'm working on it. Okay, you I'm, do that. I'm trying. All right. Okay. So what type of sub are you? <laughs> <laughs> the kind that sucks at it. <laughs> you know? Yes. Some, some days I, I feel like I'm trying to... What? Someone's trying to turn me into a sub. I do. I feel that way sometimes. Well, you know, sometimes... It's you. I feel like you're trying to turn me into a sub. <laughs> an interesting dynamic and and you know our you like friendship. to tell me what to do what to do well sometimes you need to be directed do i you do like john <laughs> go do this for me and when you're done go do this for me <laughs> you like making me a service of what you like <laughs> i have a few of those it's just a natural thing that happens john mm-hmm. especially when we have company oh. like oh john john's here yes. john will do it yes and i just look at you like no, the fuck I want. I was a, I was going to, but now I'm not. You're a man. <laughs> you should do these things. Right. You want me to be a service sub, but then I become a brat. Yeah. You yeah. can be a big brat. Oh, see? <laughs> we, know, we know what subs are. We do. Yeah. Okay, John. You going to tell us about it? Okay. Well, number one, the brat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that says it all, doesn't it? We know some of those. We do. Rob. Love you. You're a fucking brat. Rob, 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 Rob. See? Score. One, one. We both know Rob. Now, (laughs) Rob and Freya were at one of our parties. And, you know, we always have a blast. They come over here. They hang out for a couple days. They spend the night. We love it. Right. But, you know, he does little things that he'll be a good service sub for a while. Oh, yeah. But But then, then he goes bratty real quick. Yeah. And then Freya it. has to squash him like a bug in front of people. With the wooden spoon. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> he hates that wooden spoon. It's sure the fun fuck to watch, right? <laughs> a brat submissive might not seem obedient or all that submissive from the outsider's point of view. However, a closer look shows how this type of submissive likes to push buttons, but it's all done in play. Doing so gets the brat's attention from the partner, who is often known as a brat tamer. For a brat, this attention is the ultimate reward. Mm-hmm. All right. Three examples for being a brat. Oh, yeah. Talking back. <laughs> he absolutely does. He does. <laughs> so funny. Checkmate. <laughs> Disobeying orders. Yep. And grin while he does it. Mm-hmm. Resisting. Absolutely. Resistance. That's a big thing he does. Yeah, it is. He but knows Rob, he's going to get in trouble. That's it. Rob, you listen to the sub? We listen to the sub. We listen to the show. You love it. So, yes, you're a big-ass brat. Absolutely. Biggest brat I know. Yes. Gets me in trouble. <laughs> yes, he does. 
All right, number two, what you got? Number two, service sub. We know some of those. Show enough, do We've John. interviewed some. Yes, we have. All One right. of the most common types of submissives are service subs. They're all about performing tasks for their dominant partners. Serving, serving can take on practical elements such as chores, errands, and paying bills. You know, I wish all my subs would pay my damn bills. Because <laughs> we got some bills to pay. All right. I don't think they're paying the bills with their money. Um, service subs, they're not using their money. Well, motherfuckers need that's more like a That's a financial sub. Oh, God. So true, John. <laughs> so, yeah, they'll pay your bills for you, but you still got to give them the money. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Sorry to disappoint. Damn. Seven examples of being a service sub. So they cook, um, refill drinks. They do sexual servicing. They clean, they mind their children, or your children, excuse me. Uh, They plan, and they take pride in their tasks. Sometimes, you know, I've had service subs, and that's the one thing that annoys the fuck out of me. They take entirely too much pride in what they do and have to, you know, kind of gloat about it. Right. And, and make sure you saw what a good job they did because yes. they're trying to get praise. Yes. They want your praise. Yes. So, remember, if you have a service sub, don't forget to praise them. Mm-hmm. Not like Mia, who just beats them. You did a great job. Now bend over. Yeah, I had, I had this one little, one little boy, and he just goes on and on. Mr. C, look at this. This is the best I've done. I'm such a good boy. It's like, shut the fuck up, you motherfucker. Okay. Just saying. Okay. So we're two for two. We both know. Yes. All right. Submissive princess. We know one of these. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> Tell him, John. A submissive princess generally wants to be adored and worshipped. Only then will she surrender control to her dominant. It's not because she doesn't respect her partner. She simply thinks highly of herself. You know? And sometimes, they I think they worded this really well. Mm-hmm. They want to be adored and worshipped, which makes them want to be the dom. Yeah. At some level. Yeah. But they're still dismissive. We do. We know someone just like this. You know, I like to call these little bitches pillow princesses. That's, you know what? Exactly. Yeah. They want their <laughs> pussy eaten, but they don't want to, you know, get the stick, so to speak. Well, this says this is not to be confused with a pillow princess. Uh, I fucking disagree. <laughs> I disagree. But Which refers to a woman who prefers to receive rather than give pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and I disagree on this. I didn't disagree. The article disagreed. Yeah. I I don't disagree. We we know one. Okay. (laughs) She wants to be cared for and coddled. Yes. Yes. Resisting slightly with pouting and whining. Yep. Yep. Expecting to be treated like royalty, including pampering from her dominant. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. We do. We know one. Yeah. And it's annoying. It's annoying <laughs> as fuck. Right? It's like, damn. Yeah. And if you act like that, you want to get punched. That's what happens. We'll just punch you in the fucking act like face. like a princess. And the princess in the pee. That's what I used to call her all the time. She could feel a pee under 20 mattresses. I'm like, fuck, you are spoiled as fuck. Sit down yeah. and shut the fuck up. Yeah. But she'd like it if I told her to shut the fuck up. I'm sure. So, it, they're difficult. Princesses right. are difficult. They are. 
And you know what I always tell people when and you see when you see them title themselves as a princess on Fat Life, run very far. Right. Go ahead. She she told me one time she's like, I'm not ready to be kept yet. I was like, bitch, you've been trying to get be kept since I met you. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> Number three for three. Wow. Number four. Bottom. Bottoms receive stimulation, but it may only last for a session. Often bottoms enjoy sensation, but aren't submissive. So they're not interested in a DS relationship or taking orders. Okay. So I would consider myself a bottom at times. I'm not submissive. Sure. But with my partner, she'll top and sometimes I'll talk and it's usually during the same session absolutely we do a lot of primal play so it's like a no it's a power struggle yeah I'm gonna win we we know <laughs> because I'm twice as big as twice she is twice her size exactly <laughs> literally exactly <laughs> but yeah we'll bottom for each other but we don't submit to each other exactly yeah so there so you go you know one me <laughs> <laughs> Examples of bottom behavior receiving sensation and stimulation. Hmm. Yep. Asking for stimulation. Yep. Can you please suck my dick? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, your pussy suck dick. <laughs> Regaining control yep. after a scene ends. Or in the middle of a scene. <laughs> Negotiating limits before the scene. We do that. We do that. Don't always work well. <laughs> Turns out. Maybe my hard limits were really soft limits because we did it anyway. <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> I know you do. Oh, it's too funny. It's funny for you. It is very funny. Okay. Masochists. Yes. We know a lot of these. We know a lot of masochists. So a lot of these run into each other. They do. Yeah. A masochist is someone who really gets off on pain, perhaps literally. The most extreme form of masochism is a pain slut who enjoys intense pain. Masochists may not hand over psychological control to their partners. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. They love the pain, but that doesn't mean they're going to submit. They just want the pain. Very true. Okay, four things that masochists might do. Behaving or fighting back. Misbehaving or fighting back. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoying play punishments. Think trying painful kinks like needle play, knife play, fire play. Asking for more. We 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 have a good friend, a really oh, good yeah. friend. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's fun. Absolutely. I, I love it. Until she tries to turn me into a masochist and then I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> You're clearly not. And you know, people are wired different. But sometimes we look at someone and we say Oh, well, obviously you're going to like it because that's what I like. And they don't understand that not everybody does. Not at all. Yeah. So it's difficult sometimes to get that point across that, hey, I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, absolutely. My partner's turned on by latex and breath play. I'm not turned on by either of those things. I like to do it for him. I like to do it to others, but I don't get all hot and bothered by it. Right. And I wouldn't want it done on me. I, you know, don't do breath play on me. My I'll partner loves latex, and I yeah. love seeing her latex. I love yeah. touching her when she's in the latex. Yeah. And the energy that we exchange. Yeah, but you I'm, don't want to get I'm in. I'm not going to wear the latex. No. It doesn't do anything for me. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. All right. Yin well, and yang. Absolutely. 
What's so, a Sam? What's a Sam? It's a smart-ass masochist. Oh, Ooh. sounds like a bratty masochist. It does sound like it. Sam is some sort of combination between a pain slut and a brat. Yep, there, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> they show a playful side, often only to their partner and no one else. However, Sam's go further than brats because they're masochists who crave pain, either physical or emotional. Yeah. So we talked about masochism. Yeah. But masochists want pain. Yeah. And not, you know, psychological pain is just as, it's it's just as much of pain as physical pain is. So people that like to be degraded and humiliated, those are masochists. But that's, to me, when you start getting emotional into emotional pain like that and you want the emotional pain and abuse, you know, you really skate a fine line. Absolutely. On so many levels. Because you say the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's damaging. Yeah. Very damaging. But, you know, people want pain. Like they said, needle play and fire Mm -hmm. play. That can be very damaging, too, if you're not careful. Very true. Um, So common traits of a smart-ass masochist. Talking back. Making faces, smirking, turning away when their partner is talking or demanding attention. Yeah, like... Juvenile behavior. Rolling your eyes and getting spanking. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking roll your eyes at me, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> A break me sub. Oh, my God. I had one of these. She's like, I want you to break me. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You're not ready for that at all. Mm-hmm. While brats may only <laughs> talk back and smart-ass masochists egg on their partner to incur their wrath, a break-me-submissive is all about the physical struggle. They're sometimes known as combative bottoms. The dominant who is strong, smart, and fast enough to break this person will bring out their partner's submission. Okay, so I'm going to interject this one thing for our listeners. So... At some point, John and I are going to do video podcasts again. Just him and I, we're doing the video so podcast. So you can see me mouthing the words. Yes. <laughs> so like, you can actually see John say, this person's name to me. <laughs> and we both start nodding, yep. Yep. <laughs> sure the fuck is. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe when we start doing video podcasts, we're going to click through our phone and be like showing each other pictures of these individuals. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, bitch, because I broke (laughs) you and you don't like it and you're still bitching about it. Yeah, breaking, I have always gotten this request from different people. And when they say break me, this means lock me up, throw away the key, put me in a basement, take everything from me, take my money, take everything, shut me off from my family and friends. It's over. Force me to submit. Yes. It's done. There is no escape. And that gets so many people so hot to think about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I read that story about um, Asylum. That that one, be careful what you wish for. I think Mm -hmm. that's the title of it. And that's what it's all about. And that's a true submissive who wants that. Because in the end, you know, he still didn't really regret it. He had no teeth. He had to be fit by a tube. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next was the tongue if he was going to open his fucking mouth. (laughs) So, John, do you know somebody that needs to be broken? I know people who want to be broken. Yes. I know people who think they want to be broken. 
And like I said, you know, you get to that point and they, that's what they want and you give them a taste of it and all of a sudden, you know, you have to be careful because now there's, oh, you're abusive. No, this is what you asked for. Yeah. So you have to be really careful. To me, I don't know if I would ever be willing to break someone. It's yeah. a lot. It is. And it's once you do, then core. what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Now you have to take care of them. That's it. Yeah. That's hardcore shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was interesting, though, because, you know, one of my very good friends, and she's been a submissive to me for a number of years, she said she went, she did this scene, she was supposed to stay with this guy. <clears throat> it was in Tennessee, in the middle of nowhere. He had a locked-up compound. She went through a security gate, went through another security gate, you know, and the intensity was building up. She never told anybody where she was at. She got down there. That's dangerous. That is. She got down there. She was locked in his basement. She was a three-day weekend. Come Sunday, he's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to let you out. And he meant it. Yeah. And she still, she again, was turned on by it. But at the same time, holy shit. And then by Monday morning, she says, she realized, you know, he meant business. And she told him, she's like, look. I've already written a letter to my sister. It's there in my room at my house. I've already told these people where I've met. If they don't hear from me by tonight, they will contact the police. I've already given the address of where I'm at. And she'd done none of those things. Right. Yeah. So, and he was serious. Like he was dressed her up. He would fuck her, use her, feed her, leave her, and then come back and do it all over again a few hours later. Mm-hmm. But he had every intention of breaking her. That's some scary shit. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> the scary part is people do that in real life. It's not BDS. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but to them, you know, you hear these stories of serial killers and people kidnapping and stuff. Yeah. To them, that is the fantasy. Yeah. That is, you know, maybe it is BDSM to them. Yeah, maybe. They, I don't know. Well, but they're sociopaths, but, so they're doing right. it to unwilling people. There's, there's people that want to be tortured to death, that yes. actually want to die yeah. being tortured. Yes. Yeah. And there's people that are willing to do it. Very true. Yeah. Okay, not We're not going to talk about those people. No, let's not. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, number eight, model submissive. Hmm. I have to think if we know any of those. Oh, we do. Oh, a submissive model loves looking pretty and showing it off. Oh, okay. Not not the... Yeah, we know yeah. some of those. We know yeah. some sissy boys. We no. know some girls. Yes, not the angle I was going for. No. Uh, they may shy away from activities that leave marks because it mars their beauty. Ooh. These people may not really be submissive at all. Some like to look the part as long as the camera is on them. But often they don't obey. They don't receive pain, and they don't participate in bondage in any other ways other than to do it for the camera. So, nine aspects. Nine aspects. Can right. you believe that? Of model submission. They like to dress up in kinky gear, pose for the cameras. They buy or borrow gear for photo shoots. They love being bound just for photo purposes. They attend events. They promote brands. They like posting on social media. They like watching themselves in the mirror. 
or of course on the screen and they record all their activities even if they don't watch it later so porn stars yeah yeah we, we know some porn stars yeah yeah absolutely well we can know some porn stars that really are into BDSM too though oh absolutely but yeah we, we know people like this absolutely but you know I think you know I think a lot of I mean not to generalize to porn stars I mean we know right, but you know they, yeah. they dress up. They want to be seen. They yeah. Want, yeah. Yeah. They're not really into BDSM more than it's sexy and they want, they want to look good doing it. You know, so there's some people on Fat Life, and I have reached out to them over the years, and, you know, they have the highest number mm-hmm. of followers. And there's one in particular on fat and it's like all she does is take pictures and videos and she's got an only fans and all of that but it's like i don't necessarily think she lives the lifestyle because i had emailed her and i said hey you know we want to interview you for the podcast and she's like yeah i really don't live the lifestyle i'm just i like doing the photos and i like doing you know yeah it gets your attention yeah mm-hmm. so okay to each his own yeah all right a slave. We know some of these. Oh, God, yeah. A slave never stops being submissive and turns over all control to their partner. We did an interview with Bob the Dom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And his slave. we got to have Bob the Dom back again. Yeah. <clears throat> right, four behaviors of this kind of submissive are asking permission to masturbate, to come, to eat, speak, or use the bathroom. Obeying orders, both explicit and implicit. Surrendering control completely. Being sexually available at all times. <laughs> Sounds like a dream come true for so many people. <laughs> to me, it seems like a nightmare. It's like, please, just, just go, go get sleep. dressed. Go, go to sleep. Yeah, wake up when you're done. <laughs> go to the bathroom. It's okay. You don't need to ask permission to go pee. Please, just do it. <laughs> all right. You know you love those. Do I? Those slave girls. All right. (laughs) It just seems annoying to me. (laughs) I know, right? Okay, so number 10 is a pet. Aww. Oh, we know some pets. We sure do. Pets can include pony girl, pony boys, pups, kittens, and more. Bunnies. They didn't say bunnies. They didn't say bunnies. We know a lot of girls that like to be bunnies. We do. Foxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They act like and bond with their owners, similar to animals. Each pet subtype has its own norms and expectations. Hmm. So eight behaviors for pet submissive roles. Wearing costumes, collars, harnesses, ears, tails, muzzles, riding gear, leather, or fur gear. Yeah, that part's fun. It is fun. Posing or moving on all fours with a leash, of course. Yeah. Drinking, eating out of a dish or water bowl. Obeying, take simple commands that are commonly given to animals. Sleeping in a kennel or at the edge of the bed or on the floor. Making animal noises. Neighing, meowing, barking, pawing, woofing. They forgot about that. Cleaning themselves. Well, I sure would like to see that. (laughs) Just licking themselves. Can you lick your pussy? All right. And last but not least, playing with balls or small toys that pets would enjoy. Oh, yay. Yay. Throw the ball in there and see if they can catch it with their mouth. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And when they can't, whip their ass. Like, I told you to catch it. 
I think I, I think I came to your apartment one night and we were throwing I was throwing oh popcorn at one yeah. and catching them in her mouth or M&M's or something yeah. that was the funnest shit and then I tied her up and fucking tortured her in front of everyone yeah that was a fun time yeah yeah okay I remember that <laughs> another girl was getting jealous it's like, I want to be a pet. Well, she went out and got little cat toys and shit. I'm like, yeah, we're never going to play with that. <laughs> we never did. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's dumb. Yeah, a little bit. You don't want to eat out of a cat bowl? I'm not going to play with little cat toys. <laughs> get, on your, get on your hands and knees and fucking yeah. eat the cat yeah, food. Yeah, she didn't want to eat cat food. She wouldn't eat strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't happening. No. We're not doing cutesy. No. No. You want to be a cat, be a fucking cat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Domestic discipline bottoms. A lot of people like the idea of discipline. Oh, they all do. The D. The D. <laughs> they like the D. The B-D-S-M. <laughs> some like the discipline, some like the dick. Yep. Either way, they're getting it. They're getting it. Domestic discipline or DD. Double D's. I like I like double D's. You do. Uh, you like triple E's. No, that's too much. That's too fucking much. Double D's are about about right. <laughs> double D is a lifestyle. Yeah, it is. That overlaps with BDSM in several ways. But not many people consider it to be BDSM. Instead, domestic discipline is a way to keep household running smoothly with the man or husband or father retaining control over his wife or partner. Or in female-led relationships like you, it would be the, you know, yeah, the woman. absolutely. Double D is traditional and somewhat conservative lifestyle and may complement the family's religious beliefs in which the husband is a caretaker of the family. We talked about that in my interview almost two years ago. Yeah. Like, religion sets up a power dynamic already that a lot of people don't even realize that they're doing. So. Okay. Four duties of domestic discipline bottoms. Caretaking of house and children. Receiving punishment. Especially spanking. Obeying her husband. Praying and being devout. Good Lord. That doesn't sound like much fun at all. I was going to say that brings back memories. I know a lot of people like that. (laughs) Yes, you do. <laughs> Shit. Hey, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Shit. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I had one of those weekends, too. Trust me. <laughs> With the in-laws. Yay. All right. Number 12. Bedroom submissive. Oh, yeah. You now we're talking. Yeah. Bedroom submissives aren't interested in a BDSM lifestyle or relationship. Instead, they want to enjoy giving up power inside the bedroom before returning to quote-unquote normal outside the bedroom. Submitting is fine as long as there is a time limit. Any expectations of submission outside the bedroom are unwelcomed. This is also known as a sex slub. Sex slub? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just call him a sex slug. Get my sex slug now. Get slimy on it. <laughs> So the sex sub, uh, four things in the bedroom submissives do is they like being bound, receiving stimulation and impact, taking orders, and providing sexual pleasure. And you know, this is pretty normal. 
That is very normal. Out of, out of everything on here, this is probably the most normal. People that don't even practice BDSM yeah. or call it or know what they're doing yeah, are yeah. submissive in the bedroom. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, a lo- most people are either submissive or dominant in the bedroom and then they yeah. come out and they, they're equal again. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. This is yours. Number 13, a fin sub. <laughs> Short for financial submissive. They pay your bills. Yes. <laughs> a fin sub hand, hands over control of their finances to their fin dom. Sometimes the word pay pig is used, which usually refers to a male fin sub with a fin dom. Financial domination can easily be done online or long distance relationships. Five traits paying a dominant. In cash, goods, services, debt, repayment, housing, etc. Obeying orders of the FINDOM. Being humiliated by their FINDOM. Providing access to financial accounts and asking for the use of their own money similar to a stipend or an allowance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sounds like a slave. Show sure enough, dude. Because, you know, slaves give up their money. They give up everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. Is it? <laughs> Very exciting. You like it when, you, when your slave gives you his money? I like it. Yes. <laughs> you do. I text one of them quite often. I'm like, hey, I need money for my petty. Okay, there you go. Cash app. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, rope bunny. We know, the, we know a bunch of them. We do. So, submissives who love to be tied up in rope, and sometimes they're, that's what they're called, is rope bunnies. They live for feeling of the rope against their skin. Usually, rope bunnies are female, and their rope tops are frequently called a rigger. They're typically male, but that isn't always the case. There are female riggers and yeah. submissive men. We know, we know some female riggers. We do. And we know really a really good rigger that comes to our parties. Yes. It's rope bunny. Punky blonde. Yeah. Woohoo! We love you, Punky. And then we got Canine Blitz. That's right. Yeah. Great people. And Hope Sophia. She's the bunny. Oh Great my God. people. Love them. Yes. Three ideas for rope bunnies. Being bound for... It can require great patience for longer ties, mm-hmm. uh, posing for photos, and using safe words at any sign that something is wrong. You know, and that one, I have seen a lot out of our friend, Help Sophia. Mm-hmm. If something's wrong, she speaks up really quickly. Yeah. And she's not afraid to. And I really Definitely. admire that about her. Definitely. I've seen it a lot. Okay. Number 15. My dog, my dog can do no wrong, submissive. Oh, you worship me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Add one of those. <laughs> and John's talking to himself again. All right. <laughs> I'm my own dom. I never fuck up. <laughs> I always do exactly what I want me to do. Right? <laughs> this type of sub is less about how a submissive acts with or toward their dom than they do around other people. This type of sub assumes their dom has all the experience and knowledge in the whole wide world. Of course. This view can come from sub's own lack of, inex- of inexperience or naivety. Own lack of inexperience. Wouldn't that mean that they're experienced? You think? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoever wrote this has a lack of inexperience. <laughs> Sometimes the dom is inexperienced too. Think of this as a type of new relationship energy. It's exciting, but can be misguided. People with this type of submissive personality are sometimes annoying. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> we know some annoying people. We 
have. We have met some annoying wannabe doms, have we not? Yes. Oh my god. And they corner you, John. <laughs> oh my god. Get the breath, whiskey off your breath before you corner me, bitch. You've been talking about me, John? Yeah, I have, actually. Don't know who you are or what I've been saying, but that breath, I want to talk about it. Don't be coming up here with that breath. So. Okay. Four traits of this type of submissive. Talking about their doms incessantly. And we tell stories about how great their dom is. Yeah, we know some of those. We do. Half of these are the same person. <laughs> right. Devoting themselves entirely to their partners. Withholding opinions or taking on their dom's opinion. Disregarding others' arguments without any inordinate body of proof. Mm-hmm. If you're a bit worried that this submissive type can fall prey to abusive people, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can fall prey to me. <laughs> <laughs> this works as long as the dominant treats us up well, but a submissive can easily ignore red flags and find themselves victimized in a dangerous situation. Correct. Oh, here we go. Sadly, Anastasia Steele of Fifty Shades novel is almost a textbook example of this type of sub. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was a big problem with that movie. Yeah. People watched it and like, oh, this is great. I like BDSM. But they didn't see the fact that she was allowing herself to be abused. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. All right. Number 16. Slaver Than Thou. I've never heard of that before. Oh, my God. Slaver Than Thou. I bet we know one. (laughs) I bet you're right. You won't need a guess if someone is this type of sub because they'll come right out and tell you. They're 24-7 submissive or slave and think everyone else should be too. Otherwise, people aren't true submissives. I hate when people use that terminology. True submissive, yeah. Yeah. And we we know someone who wanted to be my 24-7 slave. Yeah. And I kept telling her, no, you don't. No, you don't. And when it came down to it, no, she didn't. No, she did not. Yeah. Three examples of the slaver than thou submissive type is disliking being called a submissive and not a slave. Proclaiming 24-7 submission best, loudly and often. Mm-hmm. We do know someone like this. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Avoiding safe words because they believe true submissives should have one. May not set one at all. Hmm. Hmm. So, true submissive. What do you think? Oh, we hate this word. Slaver than thou. <laughs> Slaver than thou and true submissive. That's like... Real BDSM. Yes. Fuck off. (laughs) John and I live it 24-7. Okay. We know what BDSM is. We do what we want. (laughs) Fuck you and your real BDSM. We're doing fake BDSM over here. All right, John. We're almost done. Okay, true submissive. Sub who play... Wow, they need to edit this. Sub who plays out all the common submissive tropes sometimes earn this nickname. These submissives are usually inexperienced and eager to prove themselves, which can lead to some issues. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A true submissive is someone who's inexperienced and doesn't know what the fuck a submissive is. There you go. Oh, which makes them not a true submissive. Exactly. There we go. That's why we hate that word. Exactly. Five examples. Serving dominance or anyone, not just their own. Ignoring red flags in their desire to be submissive. 
putting other needs above their own, even when they should prioritize themselves. Acting timid or docile makes them easy to control or abuse. Avoiding interaction or isolated as an attempt to submit without stepping on anyone's toes. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's not, you know... <clears throat> that's not true submission. No. That's... They that's, should put true submission in quotation marks. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's a person who that's wants like abuse. Go talk to your so-called friends. Yeah. You're a so-called true submissive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. That's why we don't like that word. Exactly. So, 18, last but not least, submissive in training. A submissive in training can mean multiple things, which doesn't have a lot to do with any particular type of submissive personality. First, it can be early in the relationship where the dominant teaches their expectations. A submissive in training may also be learning how to submit from someone they're not in a relationship with, preparing them for the future, etc. So, Nine types of behavior for this submissive in training. Learning about general BDSM, communities, etiquette, etc. Experimenting with different types of submission. Receiving punishment. Improving after mistakes, which are bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Observing other subs and or relationships, if possible. Looking inward to find their own needs, goals, and inner strength. Seeking protection from their dom or trainer. Creating a training plan, including a timeline, etc., space for practice, so forth, so on, and keeping a journal to track feelings and experiences. We know people that like to journal. Yeah. So to me, this one would be a true submissive. Exactly. That's what exactly. a submissive should be. Yes. Everything they just said. They're yeah. learning. Yes. Writing down your experiences. Right. They're experimenting. They're, yes. they're trying new things. Exploring. They're looking inward. Yes. So this is that to me, that's what a submissive is. Absolutely. Because we're always learning. Yes. We're always training. It doesn't, it, you know, a lot of people, and we've talked to a lot of submissives, they feel like when they talk to other people in the lifestyle who aren't sub, they automatically want to talk down to them like they're not smart, <laughs> you know, or they're they're beneath them in a sense. And it's really not. Right. It's not that type of dynamic. It's not that type of, you know. And that's the best way to find a fake dom. So true. You know? Yeah. A real dom doesn't need to put other people down. Yeah. To bring themselves up. Absolutely. They don't have to be, they don't have to exert control to be a dominant. Absolutely. And that, to me, that's one of the biggest red flags. You know, when I got cornered, you're going to come at me like that? That's a big red flag to me, and it tells me you're not a dominant at all. Yeah. It tells me you're insecure, and you're afraid that people are going to see it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what it tells me. And, it, you know, it's disgusting to me. I don't like it. Absolutely. A real dom knows that they're dominant. Their submissive knows that they're dominant, and they don't need to prove anything to anybody. Very true. That's it. Very true. So it's right. been informative and yeah. educational. And fun. And we knew we knew someone out of every one of these. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Alright. Well, now that we know about submissives, we can go get one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me open my little black book, John. <laughs> we go we go on rabbit hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. So that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Alright. We have fun. We do. It's fun to have fun. You have to know how. We do. We do. <laughs> We're just being stupid now. Okay. <laughs> Until next time, 
Make all of your being stupid fantasies become realities.